millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pod bless and welcome to another episode of Other People's Podcast, America's number one discovery platform that highlights your favorite podcasters and the dope shows they created. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Our special guests this episode are Rick McGuire and Freddie BTV from the hilarious podcast, Subway Creatures. Subway Creatures is a podcast hosted by the creator of the wildly popular Instagram account, Subway Creatures. Each week, Rick McGuire, alongside his two co-hosts, comedians Kim Godgen and Freddie BTV, break down viral videos, interview special guests, and explain some of the wildest stories you've heard from the world of the underground. In our interview, I had such a blast joking with these guys on a spectrum of topics, ranging from how these two landed in New York City and the creation of their popular Instagram account, Subway Creatures, to chatting about Minnesota, our take on porn, and of course, we learn more about their dope show, Subway Creatures. I can't stress how much fun I have with these guys, so allow me to introduce to you my homies, Rick and Freddie BTV from Subway Creatures. What's up, guys? How you doing? Oh, What's going on? What's going on, man? Dog, it's, you know, it's a pleasure having you guys on the show today. It's just like one of those New York days. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much oh, for yeah. having us. Dog, come on now. Appreciate the time. Right, I'm about to do it. Uh, uh, just keep talking. I'm going to do an IG story. <laughs> Well, okay. well, my name is Corey Cambridge. This is OBP, and we're hanging out with Freddie. We're hanging out with Rick of Subway Creatures. You know what I mean? What's yeah. up? What's up? What's up? Where, where, where? The Jamaican horn on it. We don't even need the soundboard. Right, exactly. We got a soundboard right here. Another verbal ace right here. Another soundboard. But first of all, it's great having you guys on the show because when you're listening to your podcast, it's always interesting when you meet the people in person because you're like, yo, now you're like in the episode. Right. And that's exactly what we were trying to do with the podcast. Um, It's it's very tough sometimes uh, because tracking the people down in a lot of these videos you know, it's it's not always easy, um, but when you do, you really can get some good content material out of them, and uh, those those are the episodes that really hit. And when you don't have those people, you kind of find stories elsewhere. But um, you know, we try to keep it as interesting as possible always. Where, where do y'all reside uh, in the city? Uh, so I'm over in Hell's Kitchen. Okay, all right. Yeah. What, what train is that? Is that C? That's the Port Authority stop. That's oh, that's dude. The, uh, there's a lot of interesting, lot of interesting stuff going on over there. He's lying. He's not near a train. Like I've been away. He's actually been, and uh, he's right. Yeah. I'm not near a train. You yeah. said where's the closest train? Wait, that so is are, the closest train. Are you over on the west side? So I'm all the way down by the water. I'm I'm on like Ooh. 43rd and 11th. So yo, but they just got. Uh, I took the train the seven. Yep, Hudson Yards. Yo, that's a game changer. It's going to be. So that whole area is actually getting built up. And when that's all finished, that's going to be. It'll be done in 2030. <laughs> in 2030, it'll you be know done. How they work. It'll yeah, be yeah. lit over there. 2030. Yo, stay tuned. Well, look, there was a a, a New York Times like um, uh, video documentary that I saw 
about the subway. Why does the subway suck so bad? Oh my god! And they're, they're yeah. building up all those things like around like installations and all this fancy shit. Yeah, but they're doing a terrible job of actually like making the train better. Like the train's from like 1960 or some shit. No, I've, I've, we, you train know, is from like what 1913 or something. 1904 was yeah. when the subway was built. And I only know this all, all of this because we just did a podcast last yeah. week talking about this. So the subway was built in 1904, and I don't think it's been updated since then because it looks that way. And all they do are paint those pillars where people yeah, are yeah, like, they paint them oh, blue. it looks new. <laughs> it's like, no, you just painted the pillars. It's right, yeah. still the same asbestos behind the walls and everything. So you're right. I don't know where that money's going. Yo, it's, it's absurd. Have you seen the – well, first of all, they made the uh, the Fulton stop all super fancy. Oh, yeah. The Fulton, Fulton, oh, yeah, Fulton oh, spot. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And then you got yeah. the, the ceiling that glows over on uh, – maybe it's the West 4th. I don't know. There's a, there's one of the stops uh, downtown where the ceiling glows. It's got like neon lights on the ceiling. Yes, yes. It's, it, maybe that's where all the money's going. I don't know. Well, well, politicians are like trying to to establish their, you know, their monument in New York City of like, look what I did. I built this right. beautiful train station. Oh, so there's a dick measuring contest in the subway is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a big dick contest. Say that? Yes, absolutely. You already right. cursed. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you can curse. Be yourself. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because... Sometimes, you know, he goes off the tracks. He goes off the tracks. <laughs> no pun intended. No, no pun intended, but uh, it's my job on the podcast to keep him, on our see, podcast, to keep him. See, I, I listen. So, you know, I listen. I've already heard it. You heard him? He don't say like, he dropped like two F-bombs. And look, look, I, I got, I brought beer. I was like, oh, look. That's you brought beer? Yeah. What kind of beer I feel this? bad. Now, now we're going to have to have a beer. I didn't know you were I don't even drink beer, us. but it's a New Belgium fat tire beer. Yeah, yeah. You, you ever had fat tire? I don't drink beer, but this looks like some trash. Is this good? No, this is um, I bought it from CVS. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you know it's not trash. You bought it from CVS. It's not trash. No, I bought it from the drugstore. <laughs> well, look, this is the crazy shit about New York, right? I can go to a bodega and can't buy beer, but I can go to the drugstore and buy beer. That, honestly, it's really? and you can't, you can't, you can't buy liquor and beer in the same place. They have to be sold and set, and you can't buy mixers in a li- liquor store. They're not allowed to sell Wait, like you can't soda. buy liquor and beer at the same store. No, nah, they sell. That's true. I've never noticed that. That's why there is no beer store other than the pharmacy or Seven mm-hmm. Eleven, uh, because wow. liquor stores aren't allowed to sell beer. And because of going to liquor stores so much, I realized that they're not allowed. <laughs> they're not allowed to sell uh, mixers there either. No soda, no seltzer. Not they can sell nothing. cups though with ice. Yeah, you yeah. to go cup. What you call That's it? What you call a roadie? Roadies, roadies. You heard of a roadie before? What is a roadie? Exactly. Yeah, explain. 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 Roadies, man. You just you get a cup at the store. I actually just ran into that last week. Guy's like, yo. He's like, yo. Oh. He like whispers. He's like, yo, you you want a cup and get the party started early? I'm like, yeah. He gave (laughs) me a cup, pop a bottle, you just walk down the road. You know, you you gotta be a little a little conspicuous with it, but you know here in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, New York, you just walk, just walk normally, but if you're down there like ah, while and now, like, okay, what's in that cup? You got some potion. Well, wait, wait, I know it. well, we call it a road soda. All right, yeah, road soda. Road soda. I, I, Who's we, we? We, sh- we shortened it to roadie. Oh no, wait. When, when he say we, I know the we he talking about. Who's the we you talking about? Sir? I'm talking about like down south. <laughs> Once again, who's the we we talking about? I'm from down south. I ain't never heard of road soda. I'm rich in Virginia. That's that's southernish. That's no, no, southish. No, no, I'm from the capital of the south. <laughs> what? You're an affiliate of the south. I'm what the are you talking about? I'm the capital of the south. Uh oh. That's you going back to some Civil War apartments? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, being real. Like, no, I'm just being real. When was Richmond founded? I don't care. That's not the capital of the South. I'm just, it's technically the capital of the South. Rick, when you hear the South, what city do you think of? What state do you think of when you I hear think, the I, South? Honestly, I think of Georgia, South Carolina. Thank you, sir. But no, nobody not Tennessee? Virginia. I'll tell you, not Tennessee. I'm from Nashville by way of Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. 
You're from Nashville. Right. Nashville by way of Atlanta, yeah. Wait, wait, but wait, hold on. Where'd you go to high school? Both cities. Okay. Okay. You're trying so my, to my that, first, that, my that first dual citizenship. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm prime time by these pieces. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a special young man. You know what I'm Okay, look, I will say that Atlanta, Georgia is another element of Southern. Virginia has a little more regalness to it, a little more like charming Southern. Mm. I could I could I agree I agree with that. You've never even been to Virginia, sir. <laughs> of course I've been to Virginia. Where, Rickster? Where, Virginia Beach? That don't even count. No, no, no. Exactly. What do you think? Damn, I'm not going Rick. to the beach when I go down to Virginia. I'm not, I'm not going right, down there for any other reason. Thank you. What are you talking about? You're not going to have a whatever the hell he's talking Wait, about. Sorry, Virginia Beach is the worst beach in like America. Probably. Oh, yeah. Is, is it more worse than Bronx? Or the beach out in Brooklyn? Are you talking like like Long Beach? I mean, at least we got like Brooklyn, got like Coney Island or whatever. Reese, I, mean? I think I've been to a beach called Reese. Oh, um, Jacob Reese, Reese Beach. Yeah, Jacob Reese Beach. Those are some trash. Yeah, the Rockaways are pretty bad too. Yeah, that. that but, I mean, okay, I'm talking about for a popular. That sand was like cake mix. Well, for a popular beach, <laughs> like you think of Virginia Beach, you think of some shit. You think about Timberland. You think about Missy or, you, you know. For real. Right. Thank you, for real. You know, I mean, you think about, oh shit, Virginia Beach. It sounds cool when you say it and then you mm-hmm. go to it and it's not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> I could see I can, that. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, because it's not, you know, it's not a tropical, like sunny place. I think about a nice beach. I'm thinking about somewhere it was sunny. It gets hot. It's tropical. Right. Miami yeah. Beach, South Beach. Okay. You know, no, good no. You can do like some like a uh, Delaware shit, like Bethany Beach or Dewey Beach. Dude, yeah, both. Those are those. beautiful beaches. Yep. Those sound stupid. So, oh, dude, have you ever been? No. Yeah. Rick, have you been? Yeah. We, we drive through there. Every year, because we go down to Outer Banks, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we go down the whole coast, cut through everything, but uh, it's really nice down there. It's beautiful. It's pretty dog. popular, too. Yo, Delaware stupid. has some beautiful beaches, dog. Yeah. Delaware got the beaches? Huh? You said Delaware got some beautiful beaches? I, I said beaches. Oh, beaches. <laughs> oh. Nah, I, no. I ain't seen no beautiful women down there. Oh. What's See what that, he calls that, them? He calls them beautiful women. You that, call them bitches. <laughs> that, I didn't acknowledge that. That, that, that defeats did, the whole purpose of going. I didn't even acknowledge that. No. He, didn't, he, don't see, he ain't see any beautiful young ladies down there. That defeats the whole purpose of going to this beach. You know? Damn. Let me, sometimes What's the want, point of going to the beach? To get just get away? Yeah. <laughs> see some waves? Yeah. Think? Reflect on life? This is all the yeah. things you could do in your house. Nah, for free. Nah, 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 dog. No way. See, that's Georgia right there. Yeah. Well, he. you know what's ironic, too, is he loves to travel. So I don't know why yeah. he's saying all this. And when I travel, it's not like I'm going to where, the beach. Where, where do you travel? Oh, I mean, no, well, my latest it. my latest international trip was Croatia for my birthday. Oh, wow. Zagreb, Croatia. No, he does. He, he jumps on cargo planes and just wherever, Croatia, they, wherever they I was, yeah. I was not. Seat. You like the only brother out there. I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we were joking with him about that, actually. Because yeah. everyone thought he was like an athlete, professional athlete. Oh, of course. He's lying. Of course. <laughs> Man. Look, people actually thought I was Obama. They, they definitely thought Obama. you played with the Croatian basketball they team. Obama. They called yeah, me Barack yeah. Obama. That's what they called me. Of course. Uh, of course they did. Yeah. You're a black man in Croatia. Who else would you be? <laughs> you got to be Barack. And I was the man out there. People were showing super mad love. I was like, this is amazing. I ain't never been in a place where it was this many white people showing me this much love. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Dude, I've never Nobody's been- angry I'm here? Nobody. Nobody. None of y'all are mad that I'm here. Okay, cool. That's what's up. We're Freddie, where do you live in the city? Uptown, baby. Uptown, Harlem. Harlem, okay. Harlem you know what Uptown, Uptown's so, so big, so vast. That could be anything. So you're from Harlem. I mean, you know, that's why I sang the song. The song was in Harlem. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, you, you you know, about, uh, I'm from upstate. Okay, it's like, what, Canada? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what upstate means. Yeah, I, I, The farthest I've been upstate is Yonkers. Okay, yeah, yeah. No. I don't know if that's upstate. No, we have, we have to take a, a, a brotherly trip down to, uh, what's the place? The, um, 
It's beautiful. It's up on uh, Terrytown. Terrytown. Oh, oh that's hollow. That's Sleepy Hollow. I've been. There. Yeah, yeah. I've been up, up in that area. Yeah. It's a I've very like too. very regal feeling place. Yeah, that was that was a place. That was one place I went where it was just like Croatia. I walked into this. I was with a friend of mine, and we all walked into it. Was New, it was New Year's Eve. Walked into this like this. It was supposed to be a club, but it's like a um, what's the lodge? It was like okay. a lodge, and we walked in. It was all white people, and it was the same concept in Croatia. It just was what I was used to. <laughs> Those, those folks walked in. It was like, whoa! Just, just, just like local. Who let y'all in here? Right, right, right. What, what, what <laughs> they had that look like? Oh no! Well, look, there's white people and then there's Croatians, right? Yeah. It's a very different yeah. thing. White people is a Croatia is like a nationality. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, right. they, they identify with their country. Right, exactly. Yeah. White like, is just America. Yeah, mm-hmm. those people in that club. I walked in there. They was like, shoo, shoo. it was like Roop! the record stopped. Oh, dude, that's like, that's, was like that's like my life in the South, bro. <laughs> Rick feels our pain. Rick, listen, <laughs> I'm just gonna let you guys go. You guys can just air out all oh, dude, the, everything look, right look, now. We, look, black black guys can get the violins out. We, you know, <laughs> get a little Hennessy, get talking, talking about life. Wait, 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 I don't so like Hennessy. How long yeah, y'all been yeah, in New York City? I've been ten years now. Ten years strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going on. I'll be six in a month. Well, six two years. weeks. My my New York anniversary is March fifth. Oh, dude. It'll be almost, six years. Almost a pre-anniversary for you. Happy pre-anniversary. We're not there yet. Gracias, mi amigo. Yes. It's a big achievement. What, what brought you guys uh, to New York? Well, for me, I actually only, I grew up 15 minutes outside the city. So I was basically here. I was just making it official. I was okay. like, I just got to cross that river and make it official. Um, but I, I work in, I've worked in television my whole life. So um for me, it was commuting every day. And even though you're only 15 minutes across the river, that bus ride stops everywhere. So now <laughs> your, your 15 minute commute's turning into a 45 to an hour long commute. So using an Uber pool. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll drop the car. I'll lose the car, move into the city and uh, pay a very, very hefty Deep price to, to cut my commute out. And was it worth it? I, I I love it, dude. I'm I'm like addicted now. Like living in the city, I feel I'm the addicted. same way. Where yeah. do you go after? I this? can't really imagine not living. Maybe not necessarily New York City. Yeah, but I can't imagine moving outside the tri-state area just because it's all I really know. I can. Uh, I've never really lived anywhere else. So uh, for me, uh, and not to mention, you know, I've built a brand that kind of revolves around this city. Right. So you know, going away from here. You know, it would be like, you know, a professional golfer moving to Canada and trying to maintain a career. You know, it's it's not that easy. So, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things that where do you go? I think when I leave outside of New York City and I think about there's certain places I really like, I really like Minnesota. I like going there a lot. I like going, <laughs> what? What? Why? You oh, can't just scare it over that. Minnesota for what? Duh. You went to college there. No, I didn't, go to, I didn't go to college there. That's the that's a golden goal for a sweatshirt, right? Yeah. Because, yo, the shit's fresh. You know, rock shit because it's fresh. Did you play in the NBA? But let me tell you, when you get to Minnesota, man, it's absolutely beautiful. To me, it's the most underrated state in America. You know, you're not I, the I, first I, person I've heard say that. So I need to get to Minnesota. You're I right. Really, I do too. Yeah, absolutely. Get to, get the, to Lake, Lake Minnetonka. The women, the women? Oh, my God. Let's talk about it. Beautiful women there. Beautiful. Because it's all like Scandinavian Vikings? descent. Yeah. How about of, we just go to Norway? I mean, it's just even better. I mean, it's just cheap, but it's going to Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I just found a ticket to Oslo for three thirty. I know, it's, oh, you you should have a travel podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm telling Croatia, you. I'm telling you, he's well traveled. He's yeah, well traveled. I went to Oslo. You know, I'm I'm trying, I got the deal. Three thirty. I'm, I'm trying to get over there. Get the real Viking. Get the real. I mean, look, Sir Norse. Look, well, if you want to get like a little, a little taste, Thorina, go to Minnesota. It's a good vibe. But we, but we actually saw on the podcast on Subway Creatures, we had um, Haley. Yeah, we had. Uh, so we had Haley Khalil. Yeah, uh, the uh, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Come yes, on. I was I was watching on YouTube today. Yeah, she she's from Minnesota. Minnesota, that's so right. She, you know, she was, you and know, she's the one who. And how beautiful on. is she? Oh man, she's just as beautiful as beer, if not more, in person. You know, I, she's legit. She she's awesome too. Like she's she is one of those people. Not to sound like you know, cliche, but yeah. it's like meeting her in per- like her personality was so yeah. like I was like, damn, like you're just cool. Yeah, like she, she has a really great cool. her personality matches her look. She has like a personality where she can, you know, she was like she was on the show going back and forth with me. So, you know, that tells oh, you that tells you the type of personality they, they she get, has. And so, she's fine. So she sat down and I never gave I never it was my my mistake, but I never gave Freddie a heads up that Haley was coming on the show. And uh per usual, Freddie was running late that day. So <laughs> Freddie walked into the podcast and it's she's like it's like a going joke because so I missed she, the audition so, to be on uh, to be on the show. Yeah. He missed his yeah. Well, he yeah. missed his audition when I I, I kind of uh, touched upon it before yeah, but we, we, we come back there. Tell him that we'll, we'll come, come back. back but um yeah. yeah. So Haley's already in there, and he comes and sits down, and we start running. They kill the mics, and we start running our cold open. And Freddie looks over and goes, "So are you a porn star?" <laughs> and she was like, "What?" And I start. Dying. I'm like, "I'm so embarrassed." <laughs> like I felt my face just turn red. I go. Freddie, no, she's a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Why would you fucking assume that? And uh, okay, let me let me add some some context to this story. All right, the Freddy. week before we had a porn star on the show. Okay, was it the uh, Danny Daniels? Yeah, yes. Danny Daniels. The week before we had her on the show. So then you know, and in in that whole week and prior to that week, he was telling me that he knows a lot, like damn near all the famous porn stars. He's cool with his connections <laughs> with them. He was telling me about that. Oh, I'm do thinking, you really? I mean, through the through the world of subway creatures and Instagram, right. there's a lot, lot of connections. And then Danny also uh, was nice enough to invite Freddie and I to one of her. Uh, what was that? There's like a, it was a, 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 a premiere. It was a, it was premiere, a premiere for her, party. her Amazon show dinner with Danny. Dinner okay. with Danny. And okay. There were a lot of porn stuff. Was it was there. it was it our birthday party? It might have been a, a joint thing, but I think it was a birthday party and that. But it, she definitely premiered um, her Amazon special. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and you know, you and not only that, but through the connections, I mean, the only way that I actually got in touch with Danny and Haley both are uh they reached out to me on Instagram and it's just they were sending me videos. And I realized who was sending me the video. I'm like, hey, by the way, we do a podcast, you want to come on? And they were like, Hell yes. And that's all it really was. And then from there, you know, now you we have like a relationship with these people as well. Exactly. And that opens up doors to everyone that they know as well. So, you know, it's it's a it's a very close-knit uh world in Instagram to an extent, even though it's a very large world, it's also It's like very, a school. Yeah. You I know, mean, Instagram it really is. It's all about but, networking. But back to the story. So, when she was there, she was sitting there. It was this fine chick, you know, like, you know, she looked like she could be a porn star, she fine. So, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, it's a porn star. <laughs> so that You're was fine, your go-to. So, so that was your go-to. Look, nothing says. Because he just got finished telling me about all these porn stars he connected with. I thought he was just about <laughs> to open the mother load and have just bad bitches come through the show. Nothing says, girl, you're beautiful. Like, are you a porn star? No, but you know, <laughs> Haley, Haley, Haley was so cool. So part of that episode was us. And it, I was kind of nervous about this because I felt like it could have gone either way. 
part of that episode, I had set up pictures of her when she was. I saw that. Young, oh, dude, you set her up. A like, young girl, like when she was she, like eight or nine. She had like the fro thing and going she, on. She was she, hit. She was one of those like she hadn't really uh, blossomed yet, and she she was like glasses, braces, you know, the stereotypical like nerdy girl. And my point being, though, was that I wanted to put that picture up next to her in Sports Illustrated, you know, in the swimsuit. And when we put them next to each other, she was so cool about it. She was like, oh, my God, I was such a nerd. <laughs> like, you have no idea. And then she actually got in the stories of telling us, like, how much of a nerd she was. And, you know, that that was the fact that she was able to laugh about it. And, like, you know, she she didn't care at all. She was she was all game. And I was firing her up, too. Oh, I was lighting her up. Well, look, that's like she the, was hit. But she, she was, was coming right back at you. She was. Which was, so, and that, which that, was that, awesome. That gives you an idea of her personality. Okay, so right. she she literally is the prototype for what a Minnesota girl is. So, like, number one, my 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 girl, she, she was a duck know, when she was a kid. Duck, man. Quack, quack. Mighty duck. Uh, like, she had the unibrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, it does, was. Does she have the accent? Totally. The, yeah. the, the Fargo, not 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 the too Fargo bad. kind of not thing, like or? on like certain certain words. See, that's what we realized when we were talking with Haley mm. that when she started like talking about like stuff she was passionate about, yeah. I think she was uh, thinking, and all of a sudden it started coming out in certain. Mm -hmm. Like we were we were right, talking to her right. about Minnesota, and as she was talking about Minnesota and her family, all of a sudden I realized she, it was starting to come out, and like her accent started to come out. So then we just full blown we were like, all right, just give us an accent right now. <laughs> What's her middle name? Uh, I don't I don't know about her middle name. Her maiden name is I think O'Brien, but um, I think because it, they uh, they all have like prairie middle names. Oh, is that like Sue, that May, oh, I can, Ray, I can see that making sense. Very yeah. prairie, like, middle names out there. I can see that making sense. But then sense when they too. turn in their 20s, they blossom, yo. And it's also very, like, alpha women out there. Well, she was also... <laughs> she has to go boy ship to Minnesota. Uh, it sounds like we do. I mean, she was also... I, mean, you need to, I want to make sure I go to the right place. I ain't trying to just be in Minnesota just walking around and waste my time. No, 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 no. We're going to go to Minnetonka. Oh, that's where we go? But see, also, you know, like, it's, it's always easy when you got, like, a, a white ambassador to slide, you know, slide the black guy in. You know what I'm see, saying? Like, yeah, he's cool. I'm like, yeah, I am cool. Okay, okay. So we can relate to this because of the Southern thing, right? Mm. Down South, we associate white with just white. It's this blanket thing. But in Minnesota, it's a little bit different because mm -hmm. they came, their history in America started in, like, 1911. It's more of, like, an ignorance than a racism. So if you walk into a room, they're going to be like, oh, hey, how are you? They're going to approach you and be super, super friendly. But they may not know about the ins and outs of culture. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. So you, you, you're good. I guess, I guess that makes sense because Haley was telling the story about when she had a Barbie doll, she would play with black Barbie dolls. Right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. She did, yeah. And then Rick Rick tried to uh, get her in trouble. And like, <laughs> <laughs> what was the voice she gave the black Barbie doll? <laughs> so it's, wow, it's a real remember, thing. You remember that well. How did uh, Subway Creatures uh, come about? Right. So um, in 2011, I was with a, uh, a friend of mine at work and, you know, I was talking about all of the doing that daily commute, all the crazy, bizarre shit that I'm seeing every day in the subway. And we were big Barstool sports fans. Okay. I was like, I was like, you know what? Like they just write blogs all day about the stuff they see. I'm like, I need to do something like that. But using the subway because, you know, there's so much, so much content that's and there, there honestly, there was nowhere that this was all being documented. I started a website for it, just kind of started writing blogs about everything that I saw. And then Instagram came along and I was like, oh, this is all I needed. Like this was, this was the platform that I was waiting What'd for. What'd you do when the Instagram came along? I was like, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. 
you know, shortly after, uh, it was because you remember Instagram was only photos. So right, right. That, and it was only iPhone too, but you yeah. got iPhone, right? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I it had was, it was iPhone. only it was yeah. only iOS. It was only on the iPhone first. Yeah, it was only I mean, on it was I- such a it was it was such a small. No, it was, it was iOS maybe like a year, year and a half. Okay, okay. And only, and only photos, and then videos came out. And if you remember, videos only could be ten seconds. Right. And 15. then, and then after that, all of a sudden, you know, then it was it opened up more, and there was like there was sixty second videos, and there was you know, at, until recently there was now Instagram TV. TV. And, it's funny that. We, that now that we're living in the era that things happen so quickly, I forget this even existed. Yeah. Like there wasn't video before. Right. I mean, that's, I, I know just because that was the platform that I was dealing with, with all this content. And, you know, I, I was saying, you know, wow, it's awesome that Instagram's here, but I have so many videos that I can't use. And then eventually when the video option came along, I was like, finally. And that's kind of when everything started snowballing. And uh, because of that, uh, the New York Post, randomly somehow came across the page and did it like a two page spread on the account. I still, to this day have the two page spread. Uh, my girlfriend got it, uh, ironed out and framed and put on a mat and like, it's in my room now hanging. Cause that was like the turning point. That was the boom. That was, that was when, cause you know, you know how news organizations, they all piggyback off each other. Right. So the New York post, uh, put that article out all of a sudden I was getting phone calls for radio interviews. Um, other people wanted to use the content on the page. Uh, they wanted to do a story on the page. And it just, it just like I said, was snowballing. And uh, then you had larger Instagram accounts like the Barstools of the World who uh, started reposting content and giving credit to the account. So now you're getting these accounts that have millions of followers now moving over to this page. And uh, it's, it's been growing exponentially since. Uh, never in a million years did I picture having over a million. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today million followers that that to this day blows my mind yeah because uh, how did you initially collect all of those pictures did people just submit no so a lot of them i was actually videos and photos i was taking myself um i did for more of the extreme photos i tried to go uh on just do a simple google search and start collecting stuff from google and then once that whole new york post thing situation happened it was large enough where people just started submitting everything that they saw. And that's when it started taking on a life of its own. And I could kind of sit back a little bit and be, and rely on uh, user generated content more. Um, and I mean, it's not like your work just changed from you trying to find it to now sifting through. Well, no, it, it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't sitting back. It was, it was more of like, I didn't have to go searching for this stuff. However, like Freddie said, and it's a good point. It was almost more work. Cause now I'm, I have, to this day, like every day, there's hundreds, hundreds of videos that I have to, and photos that I have to go through. And, you know, I, I've said this on other podcasts before, but um, maybe 10, 15% of that is usable because <laughs> right. the other stuff, you know, will either get taken down by Instagram 
Um, we're actually doing a new segment on our podcast um, where it's the stuff that Instagram doesn't allow. We're going to now use it as bonus content for okay. our show. Okay. So it's going to be anyone. It's going to be for those people who are subscribers to the account. They'll be able to kind of uh, get that bonus content that no one else will be able to get. Uh, it's kind of like a thank you for subscribing. Here's some mm-hmm. bonus stuff that we have, um, which was a great idea by one of our producers, but that's giving it a home now to some of this stuff that, you know, you won't believe how many people watch porn in the public on, on the subway. And I get videos like that. Not only watching what? porn, not only watching mm-hmm. porn, I can't tell you how many videos people having sex on the train. And it's funny. Cause like, I can't show that stuff cause it'll get taken down and flagged. But then I'll bring it into the podcast and I'll show these guys. I'll be like, yeah. guys, look at what I got sent to me this week. And, you know, I'll pull out my phone and, you know, it's some dude getting head on the subway. Or- it was one year. It was, this, uh, this, it was so weird. It was like this old white lady giving this this older black dude some head. And, and like, he saw it. Like, you getting head, you're going to see his penis. And, like, so on the show, I kind of talk about, I got this, like, running thing that I do. I talk about, you know, I got this elegante. And this dude, this dude really, this dude really got an elegante. Like he had like an elephant trunk fell out of his pants. I'm like, God damn! Like all he could do is get here. There's no way in his world he having sex with anybody. I don't know what woman he would give a woman a hysterectomy trying to have sex with them. Like Good he Lord. knocking everything loose. Yeah. The porn star cock. He, no, he wasn't. He was just a man. No, he was a horse. It was a horse cock. Yes. Bigger than porn. It was ridiculous. No, it was, it was it like was... literally in my arm. If I let my arm, my arm went sleep. This would look like he had in his pants. I was like, what it, is it, that? It made me feel good when when Freddie said that to the video because before that I was like, is that is that what it's supposed to be? Is that, <laughs> is that what it's supposed to look like? Yo, real I talk. Was like, shit. Look, the shit, the shit that porn does <laughs> is crazy because they make every black guy look like you gotta have 10 inches. Yeah, well, well I don't watch porn. You don't watch porn? Yeah. Oh, I thank you. Yeah. We we did a whole episode on this. Yeah. Um he doesn't, he's a serial killer, I'm pretty sure. Um <laughs> He probably dissects animals in his apartment. <laughs> well, why don't you watch porn? I mean, I'm 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 like a wise man once said, um, I'm about that action boss. Mm. See, uh, go think, more in depth. I think everyone else is too. I just I mean, me, it's like it's hard for me to just sit and watch somebody else have sex. Like I don't I'm like, well, when's when's my turn? Like, was there somebody for me? Like, you know, when is when is it my go around? Like, I want to do it. I want to watch you do wow. it. Well, I didn't understand it either and i had the same reaction as you and my face looked exactly like yours when you just heard that but then we got freddie's parents on the phone on one of our shows and then i started to understand where it was coming from because his dad was saying the same thing pretty much he's like yeah he's like why why am i gonna watch porn if i'm just gonna get the action in real life but i'm like i know sir but you're not (laughs) sir yeah no sir you're not no, because his dad, his dad sounds like really sad. Like you just feel like you need to say sir when you talk yeah. to him. He sounds very like sad. Like it just sounds proper to to say sir. But um, he was like, yeah, you know, why would I watch porn if I can just get the action? I'm like, yeah, but no one's getting the action twenty four seven. Like you're not getting that much action. Well, well, also There's, too, it's it's nice to like switch up roles. You know, what oh I'm saying? like boy, sometimes yeah. I'm like, yo, I want like. Black chicks. Well, you know, one like Latin he probably, chicks. He doesn't want older chicks. He doesn't know what want. he's missing because he's never he's never seen it. All I've it seen takes, porn before. All it takes is one time, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is what I was missing." Everyone. But no, right. what, what the hell are you talking about? You like to switch up action like black Latin chicks. You watching them? You ain't experiencing this, right? But I, I mean, it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? It's like right. 
Like sometimes you just want to see some other stuff. I don't think that you can make us sound crazy in this situation. No, I don't. Right, I mean, you're saying you're the odd one. No, y'all y- 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 don't want to serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to see these loose titties that y'all can't do nothing with. You don't just you watch don't, it. You kind of you. No, who, see, you don't. They don't have to be loose. You can get any kind of titties you want. <laughs> right, any kind. There's a variety. It's a whole world of titties right. out like there. Like Aladdin the porn over here. <laughs> it's, a it's a whole new world, bro. It's yeah, a, it's don't a, you dare close your eyes. It's a deep don't, dive. Don't. It's right. almost a good thing. You save a lot of time by not looking at porn. I mean, like, I I, I would just rather play some video yeah, games, but you know read what? or something. Then when you have Danny Daniels on the show, this man has nothing to relate to. So he's wow. just sitting there, and he has nothing to say the whole episode. He's lying. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with Rick. Rick is a liar, so Rick just lies. Why and how did you guys come up with the idea to start a podcast? So the, the Instagram account was snowballing, and it got to a point where I felt I needed to take it to the next uh, step. And the next step actually wasn't even a podcast. I wanted to go straight to like a television show. Okay. So um, I actually wound up signing on with Al Roker Entertainment to put together a, a development deal to put a sizzle reel or pilot together. Uh, and while we were doing that, I was also, I was thinking, you know, in the meantime, everyone else has a podcast. Why shouldn't I, uh, you know, this is a, perfect uh topic for a podcast in my mind you know i'll go out and i'll find the people that are in these videos and maybe even not the videos but i'll go and find all these interesting people that i'm finding you know on the subway and the platforms and stations and uh, get them on the show and, and they can tell their stories i guess it says a lot but freddie and kim uh were the two who just really kind of stood out and uh they were really good on their on their feet so we were like all right let's let's go let's do this and you know, I didn't even realize Freddie had a background of doing this type of stuff anyway. And Kim is a stand-up comedian, so she was very good at uh, being funny on the spot. Afterwards, uh, when we when we shot our demo on the podcast, um, and we we were using Gas Digital Studios, and they they've been a huge help. They just they hook us up. And uh, when we shot our first episode, the one comment that we got was that you would have guessed that we'd known each other for a long time. Yeah. And that we were like, really? Because we, this is our first time ever working together. And they were like, no, the rapport is amazing. And I was like, I can't tell from my position, all I'm doing, we're all feeding off of each other and we're in the moment. Um, but that was, that was one, uh, one aspect of it. And then someone, I, I don't know which one of us made the observation, but they were like, yeah. And you also have a white guy a black guy and a Puerto Rican girl, like you guys are covering almost all the demographics of people. You have a female, a male, a white male, a black male, like you guys can get so many different perspectives uh, just covering one topic, which I didn't even think about. And I was like, you know what? That's a great point. And it shows sometimes like there, there is the, there is that uh, cultural differences in ethnicities and race where you're like, Oh, I'm so glad I had, you know, the Southern perspective, or even sometimes, uh, you know, the inexperience, you know, Kim and Freddie aren't from New York originally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're learning a lot on this podcast as well as we're going. And, you know, sometimes that works against us because we need native New Yorkers to kind of know what they're talking about. But then we, you know, we have a guest on who can kind of fill that, fill that void for us. So, and, and also too, I think that the feel of a New Yorker is a mentality thing. You know, like yeah. it's very much about like who you are as an individual, because the story of New York is the story of immigrants, the story from other places, you know. And also, you know, I've, I've gotten that a lot uh, because even though I grew up 15 minutes outside the city, 
I'm technically not a native New Yorker and New Yorkers, those who are native New Yorkers yeah. are so proud and they really take that serious and to another level and they get mad when they find out that Freddie's not from New York. Kim's not from New York. I'm not from New York. You know, even though we've been here for a long time and they get mad, they're like, how can you speak of the New York city subway and you're not from New York? And cause I I'm write like, it. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm like, I see the same shit you yeah, see. Yeah. I'm like, you think the news anchors giving you news every night are, are native New Yorkers. I'm like, not necessarily. I'm like, just because someone's, you know, doing this doesn't mean they have to be from here. So, um, you know, in fact, I think it's maybe even a good thing that you have people not from here because then you get that outside perspective. Right? I, I've been asking folks on on the podcast because I feel like once you get into the realm of podcasting, uh, you instantly become an expert uh, in your field on a particular topic. So if I was going to have a sports podcast, people would say, oh, Corey, the guy knows about sports. Right. But about you guys being having the the uh, New York branded podcast, have you guys felt, um, you know, any positive or negatives about being seen as voices of New York City? At least for me, when I think of New York, I think of Statue of Liberty, Empire State Building, New York City subway. Yeah. Like it's just part of it's one of those landmarks that it defines New York City in itself. And I think there are people who when they see the page and they see the content that's on it, they're like I don't want that to represent me being a New Yorker. And I think that that gets them a little you know, they're, they're a little offended that, you know, people on the outside of New York are looking at the New York, at New Yorkers like they're crazy because of what they're seeing on this page. And I, that's, that's not necessarily what the page is representing. You know, it's, it's supposed to show the uniqueness of New York in general. I don't know. What would you say? Yeah. How about you, Freddie? How's the experience being also to the element of being in now in video on YouTube changes it too, because now people can see your face. Uh, as well as hear your voice. So how has it been like for you to, you know, be seen as a New York City fixture? I mean, with me, I, I embrace all challenges, you know, whatever they may be. You know, I, I love proving people wrong. Like, you know, I'm always, I'm, you know, you can ask Rick, people say things in the comments or whatever. I'm like, come for me, you know, you can come <laughs> for me. Like, you know, cause I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm confident in, in my ability. So yeah. when it comes to New York, like I'm a geography nut anyway. You know, I get on Google Maps, like even Googling here, I'm always looking like what parts of Manhattan are what? Like this is Hell's Kitchen. This is East Village. This is Alphabet City. All these different things that are indicative of New York. So um, even even with all that being said now, like from Brooklyn to Queens to Manhattan to the, to the Bronx and everywhere in between in New York, um, I know a lot about New York. You know, I, I'm I'm in the streets. I, I when I first moved up here, I was um, promoting parties. I was promoting at parties at One Oak Avenue, high end clubs, and so you know, moving around Manhattan and learning about just different streets. The only thing I can't seem to get a hang of is the avenues. It's like odd is downtown, even goes uptown. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah, right. Right. I, yeah. I, I'm. I'm finally getting it now. I'm finally getting it <laughs> okay. now. Because like cause, six years later. Yeah. Yeah. Because like because it helps when you get off the train. Sometimes you you know you kind of discombobulate it to you you know verbal just said in the last show. Yeah. You kind of like you know you don't know which way is north and which way is south. But I mean I, I've I've gotten that too now. Now I look when I'm getting up like okay the northeast southwest corner yeah, yeah, yeah. to you know to know like okay I'm on this corner so this is north and knowing where I need to walk because sometimes you get off the subway and you walk the opposite way of where you're trying to go if you're not if you're not familiar with the layout of New York. But I mean, like to me, New York is so easy to navigate where the you know, all these different places. Cause like I said, I'm originally from Atlanta. Navigating Atlanta streets is 
terrible. It's 50 men peach streets and there's no numbers. It's just street names and they all squiggly squaggly. Yeah. Here in New York is a grid system. The grid system. Right. It's the simplest Thank thing God. to navigate. Yeah. Easy breezy. Yeah, yeah. Like New, New York is simple and easy to navigate for me. And so people, a lot of times I got people from out of town that I know. And they hit me up when they come to the city asking me different questions. I'm like, boom, go here. So what you trying to do? Boom, 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 boom. I can just tell you, rattle off speakeasies, bars, restaurants, all that. So I'm very knowledgeable about New York because I've taken the time and the and the interest to do that, even prior to being on Subway Creatures. So guys, we're at a point in the show where I like to call our podcasters picks. And uh, this is when I asked the subject of today's show to give me three podcasts that they love and describe them to me. So I actually just finished this one. I thought it was super interesting. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. Okay. But I listened to, it was called uh, Fall of a Titan. And it was all about Steve, Steve McNair. McNair. It was a great Dude, one. It was. Oh, the football player? Yeah. yeah. It was a great one. So it's one. all about. That's crazy. I know that. I know the whole backstory. You probably, because you were in Tennessee. I know Steve. I know, I, know his, I know his teammate. Yeah, I know that whole story. Right, so so you probably <laughs> want to listen to this one. So yeah. this was this was actually Sports Illustrated. I think it was Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated Sports who, Illustrated, who you're did right. this podcast, and I think it's maybe six episodes, seven episodes. I was gonna say like maybe six or seven episodes of uh, a possible all the different possibilities other than him being murdered by that twenty year old girl. All the other possibilities that it could be. And again, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. However, I love to listen to when all the evidence builds up and you're like, wait a minute. It always right. makes you ask that. It makes you ask yourself, wait a minute. Right. Okay. I, mean, so I, don't, know, I don't know if I can listen to that because the guy who found him dead, I know him personally. On his, wait, the... The guy who came in his apartment that found the murders? Yeah. I know him personally. I can call him right now. Not the cop, right? Not no, the, not the cop, the okay. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before all that. Because that was, that was part of the thing. There was like... There was 45 minutes of those guys being in the apartment before the cops showed yeah, up. Yeah, the guy who found him, I know him personally. Okay. He's so. in Nashville. When I go back, I hit him. I go to, he take care. Like, I know him Yeah, personally. don't listen to this podcast because he's a suspect. I'm pretty probably. I know the whole story. I've heard, like, I know the whole, like, in Nashville, that was a big thing. Because Steve right, McNair is, you know, he was the only person to take the Titans to what they did. And he was a co-MVP. And he went to Alcorn State, too, mm-hmm. at HBCU, Historically mm-hmm. Black College University. Mm-hmm. And he went, to, like, Alcorn State to do that and then be considered for a Heisman. Then go to the NFL, get drafted out, and then be a co-MVP. He came from the dirt in Mississippi. So the guy who found him went to Alcorn State with him. That's how they know each other. Yeah. So I guess for the people listening who don't know what the hell Fall of a Titan is, yeah, you know, it's it's Steve, Steve McNair, who's the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. Was. Uh, was. Then retired. And then uh, was found dead shot uh, four times. And uh, the, like a girl with the 20 year old girl who was found with him, who was mm-hmm. also shot in the head. Uh, it was it turned out to be a, uh, a murder suicide. And, uh, you know, that's that's the way the case was closed. But then this podcast kind of just goes down mm-hmm. a bunch. They tell the whole life and all the people that were close to his life. I thought it was super interesting. Again, the girl, I actually know of the girl, too. I bet you would. Um, so that was that was okay. definitely that was, that was a great one. That was a great one. That, that, that was shit. a good one. I mean, like, well, since we started doing this, that's kind of like before doing this podcast. I, like, podcast was not on my radar whatsoever. But then since we started doing this, I I, I got kind of caught up into listening. To, I mean, it's very cliche. It's very whack of me to say, but I got caught up into listening to um, Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, I that's, not, I that's not cliche. I don't think oh. I don't think you can even say that because that is not only interesting, but um, it's obviously very popular. You actually got me turned on uh, Deza Samaro. Oh, it's great. and I hadn't even heard of that before. They're amazing. So Bodega Boys. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, look at what happened with them. You know, Television. they they went to Vice Killing and it. then got bought Showtime. out by Showtime. Killing it. You know, and I think that that's actually starting this week, maybe. But, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's one that kind of started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the a brand great example of someone who, you know, what were they? They were just sitting around drinking, mm-hmm. bullshitting. And now now they have this mega deal with Showtime. Oh, well, I mean, also Drink Champs and Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, I I'd watch it on YouTube. But that, those are I didn't realize those was even podcasts until like recently. I saw them. Like, oh, okay, well, because I, I, I watch it on YouTube exactly. Breakfast Club exactly. And um, you know, I catch Drink Champs every now and again. It's Noriega. I've been I, I've been loving Noriega when he linked up with Pharrell for Super Thug. Yeah. So so for folks who have never heard of Drink Champs, give me a little brief description. So Drink Champs, um, Noriega, he's a rapper, and I forgot the other guy name. Um, like I said, I, I occasionally watch it, but um, he, they have guests come on from the um. You know, from the industry, like I think, I think primarily hip hop, the ones I've seen, and they drink. You know, they, you know, they, they get got, fucked up, right? Yeah, they got they got liquor on deck, and they just drinking, and you know that creates funny and you know hilarious commentary. So I mean, because you watching, you already under the pretense that they're they're probably faded and or drunk, right? So, you know, you watch that in <laughs> Breakfast Club. That's Charlamagne the guy, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy, and they interview all different types of people from hip hop, and they have like politicians on there, actors, you know, whoever come through New York on a on a um. On a, um, I know that was a morning show. Tour. Is that also they also have yeah, a podcast yeah, yeah. version of that as well? Yeah, yeah, they have, yeah. It's a podcast version through iHeartMedia, but yep. yeah, they on okay. Radio Power One Hundred Five. I mean, like not now radio. You know, the radio got to diversify. You know, because radio is a dying media, so you got to diversify and get those these these radio shows that you have, get them in podcast. I mean, ultimately, I feel like every podcast is just a radio show. Now they got that mm-hmm. video form of it. You know, yeah. I mean, even would you consider how it's there in a podcast? I mean, it can, now, it can yeah. I mean, you know, lines are blurred. What, 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 what makes his any different from what anyone else is doing? You know, even though he yeah. started in radio, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's the to me, it's the same. I mean, a podcast is you just not playing music. You just not like interrupting your your talking with music. You know, right? I mean, a, a podcast is an audio book is a podcast to me. Right. I guess <laughs> you don't know. Oh, I mean. like, but you know what's, what? What's the line there? You know, like I don't really know. They blurred. They just erased. Yeah. yeah. But also NPR radio. Because like before I moved it, when I was in my car, I used to just, I wouldn't even listen to music anymore. I would just turn on NPR and just listen to the radio. I was like, yeah, I'm old. I got to be old. <laughs> <laughs> I've jumped the shark. No more Hot 97. It's my, all my life has now. jumped the shark. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm like straight two NPR. two pretty extremes for you right there. Yeah, you I'm go just, from, what was it, Drunk Champs? Drink Champs. Drink Champs. Yeah. That's the that, NPR. Radio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My, Covering all the spectrums there. Yo, your first little brother, Freddie. I am yeah. a, I am a weird. I, like I told him I'm a nerd. He said I'm not a nerd because the way I dress. That's in the last episode we just posted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, tell t- me you're a nerd and then be all <laughs> decked out, looking nice. <laughs> Fresh as fuck. Yeah, he's trying but too I'm a, hard. I'm a nerd though. He's trying too hard. Man, I love my RPGs, man. One of the best video games ever is Final Fantasy Seven. So Okay, and that makes you a nerd. Yeah. So, uh, you know, guys, before we get out of here, uh, I like to ask uh, at the end of every episode, why do you podcast? So, I'm going to go to Rick first. and then I'm Why gonna... do we podcast? Yeah. Why do you podcast, Rick? Uh, I mentioned this before, but I love telling stories. I want to be able to tell them and inform people and get these stories out there for people to listen to. That's why I podcast. Freddie, how about you, man? Why do you podcast? Well, he he says something very profound and stuff. I guess my more selfish reason. <laughs> trying to blow up. Get these bitches. <laughs> trying to be rich, bitch. Yeah, Freddie's like, I like hearing myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I podcast. Nah, I mean, I like podcast. I like, you know, I like to, when he said tell story, I thought he was like, I like to tell stories, but like I like just to talk. And I got stuff on my mind that I need to get off and, you know, 
podcast creates. It's a great medium to do that. Yeah, I think that's a major component of of why podcasting is so amazing. It's the, the art of storytelling, whether it's your story or getting someone else's story. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like telling the story. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. No, man, thank like, you so much really for having I really appreciate us. you. Like, I'm a big fan of your pod. I was listening to it all day today. Like, <laughs> You're probably sick of hearing us. No, 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 you guys, no, honestly, you guys are very dynamic hosts. You guys are natural stars. No, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Appreciate and I appreciate it. you uh, taking some time to have us on. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of OPP and to our special guests, Freddie B and Rick from Subway Creatures. I provided the links to their show in the description of this episode. This episode was produced by Danielle Hogarty, mixed by Mark Bird. Video for this podcast was edited by Kelly Bray and music provided by Richie Quake. Also, be sure to check out our other show, Silent Giants, which highlights the superstars behind the scenes of popular culture. I'll be sure to provide you with the links as well in the description of this episode. Lastly, show us some love. Leave us a comment and let us know who your favorite podcasters are. Leaving a rating would greatly be appreciated as well. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Pod bless. Till next time. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.